the knockout blow. Henrington, he's fresh. Offloads for Reynolds. Man is there. He beat Ponga. Back to Reynolds. Oh, boy, what a try. Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Thursday Lines is brought to you by Little Booty TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and comics lounge. As we say, a welcome to you, MG. OB, good to see you back, mate. I'm back. The kids have been a little bit crook, so I'm, uh, I'm back on deck. It's good to, be, good to be out of the house, actually, and out of the bathroom. It's nice, uh, <laughs> so it's good. Uh, and as I say, welcome to you, Top Rope. How, how are you travelling? Well, I was wondering why you were requesting an eight-hour podcast today. OB, to stay out of the house, but... Uh... I think we'll just run normal time, but uh, no, nah, we're, we're up and about. So, uh, wonderful week of uh, sport. There's not much NRL wise. We've got Origin next Wednesday. We've got the US Open kicking off, you know, tonight, and we've got the Ashes tomorrow. So, great weekend of sport. Beautiful weekend of sport, and all your uh, sport and uh, football betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. As we say, uh, MG, that a uh, bit of AFL news around the um, tribunal uh, MRO MRP lottery continues. You can pick a subject for this week. It's uh, yeah, it's been a bit chaotic with yeah the tribunal lottery or whatever you want to refer to it. I don't know how. Uh, it was good to see Butler got got uh, let off after he got suspended, and obviously Sicily now who's uh, cop three weeks. He's now taking the appeals process as well. So yes, it's uh, it's 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 just inconsistent. I, I understand it's hard and everything like this, but we haven't had it in the game, and all of a sudden it is. It's a big issue. So yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's a bit disappointing. A lot of angles. I saw a few players over the weekend, including a couple of coaches as well. Or sorry, during the week, have already stated that the AFL trying to assist them in sending out emails and trying to keep the communication going. And either the coaching staff are deciding not to show the players the updated uh, week to week, and some of the players, and including one captain of AFL club, which I would have thought was disappointing on the professional level, uh, said he didn't even open it. So. Um, you know, I just think the players have got to help themselves a bit to try and understand where both the tribunals coming from and, uh, and and I guess the umpires as well. If you have a look at uh, Collingwood, who haven't had, uh, obviously, to go, he got suspended for a bump, but they haven't, I think they've had one player for a dangerous tackle. Uh, they practice it and practice it well, and you can do it. But um, I think it's gone a little bit too far, but I can't... Uh, might, might uh, cut that out, Borco. But anyway, well, um, yeah, no, I think it's gone a little bit too far the other way. But anyway, we've got to protect the head, and concussions are a huge issue in the game. But yeah. uh, I think I think with a lot of things with the AFL, they try and over enforce something really quickly for a couple of weeks, try and make their point. This one's probably lingered on a bit too much, just because I guess of the different takes to it. And there seems to be a few more incidents that are almost gravitating towards this as well. So hopefully, it'll uh, it'll find a balance and, and for both sides and even itself out. But, yeah, we're just losing too many players at the moment. We want to see our uh, best players playing the game because that's what the product's about. And a little bit of rugby league is uh, being uh, infiltrated into the uh, AFL where Marlon Pickett goes over to Perth to play a game of football, then ends up in the clink. Uh, real NRL uh, styles there, top rope. Well, it's a little bit more NRL than what you describe as tackling. That's uh, uh, an absolute <laughs> AFL, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, look, it's uh, uh, you can call it in a row, but it seems to be a fairly commonplace that uh, anyone who claims to be playing a southern version of football uh, goes to Perth, seems to find themselves in jail. It uh, <laughs> isn't pretty much every West Coast Premiership player from the 1990s in prison now. So I wouldn't uh, be taking a, a high horse on that one there, Robert. And uh, Origin teams have been announced. Uh, what's your take? A uh, couple of names in the New South Wales side uh, don't look too familiar. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll give Brad Fittler this. This is, this is the one thing I'll give him credit on. If you're going to do a do or die game for your career, you've got a big set of balls to uh, 
uh, to be going with Mitchell Moses and Jerome Lewis as your half pairing. Absolute clown show. I filmed out the temerity this week to, 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 to suggest he lasted some of the criticisms that go on. He had no idea how to use Nico Hines in game one. It was discussed beforehand. It proved it played out that way. It proved absolutely costly. And he has a temerity. He has no idea. He has absolutely none. And how Mitchell Moses got in ahead of Nico Hines is ridiculous. And, and the way Hines was treated, if I'm Hines, I'm, I'm, I'm refusing to ever play again if Fitless coach, which means he'll be refusing game three because he won't be coached next year. It was this is a guy who won the Daly M last year, unquestionably the best available halfback for New South Wales. He gets misused in game one of Origin, loses a bit of confidence, has an ordinary, ordinary game against the Storm on the weekend, gets dumped completely. Uh, astonishing, absolutely astonishing. Um, other selections, Mitchell back, big in, Tavita Pango Jr. dropped, just goes to show what Nidia Fittler is, unless uh, uh, he, he had the, the, the decency to move on from him there. Uh, picks Stefano to Meccano, which is uh, an improvement, but but barely. Uh, and at least at least number 14, Reese Robson, can, can play a bit of background for quiet. Uh, there's a pretty clear role for him that he will play. We would imagine he'll get time, unlike uh, Hines in game one. So, uh, some improvement there. But oh, this team is absolutely made to get destroyed. I, I don't know where or where the common sense comes in in the house. I just it makes no sense. As we look at the prices for uh, game two up at Suncorp, uh, Queensland a dollar fifty-seven, New South Wales two forty. The line minus four and a half, and the total uh, over under sorry thirty-seven. Uh, point five. Uh, all on uh, all on Queensland for you there, top rope. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I haven't done the, the, the form yet. We'll kind of have a look at some trends and stuff as us uh, uh, kind of deal with with, with round uh, round sixteen in the NRL. But first glance, minus four and a half looks an absolute gift. Better coach, better side, better players. All to win. Yeah, I'll, I'll be looking pretty heavily at the minus there. I would have thought. Do you think uh, top rope just with the? I think you mentioned last week's podcast where you know uh, New South Wales virtually start favourite with every Fittler uh, coach except one. Do you think the money will come for New South Wales from a punting point of view at the four and a half, or do you think it'll stay solid and, and people can bet away? Yeah, I think I might get down to four. Uh, four and a half is a big line. I'll have to go back and look at my numbers, but there aren't, there aren't too many origin games, especially in the, in, in, in recent years where, um, obviously, Queensland haven't been favoured by four and a half for a long time, but uh, uh, the teams do get favoured by such a big number. They tend to be close, closer, but the talent disparity here is Pretty significant. Even with the three changes Queensland made, it all kind of makes yeah you know, a, a fair bit of sense. And they were they were all forced. I, I just don't really, I don't really understand some of these changes. So I, I can't take in the three and a half. Okay, we might go to four. I, I don't know that it'll get to six, but uh, yeah, it'll start maybe four. Could start four and a half. And Shane Flanagan about to be unveiled as a new St George Illawarra coach, which we'll uh, we'll touch on a little bit later with you, Top Rope, as we go through the uh, the match previews for Round 16 of the NRL. But as you look at scores for uh, Round 13 of the AFL, there, MG, you want to take us through those? Yeah, in different week, definitely a bookies week. Um, there was plenty of upsets going on this week, and we started from the top where uh, the Saints. I think you might have, might have tipped them. Uh, well, you, you like the Saints, but yeah, they. Uh, did a job up there in uh, Sydney, a pretty solid win against another disappointing uh, performance by Sydney. I think their uh, season's all but done. Uh, very good match this one, the uh, Port Adelaide against the Bulldogs. Uh, Port coming over and beating the Bulldogs in the Dome for uh, winning 10 straight. It's actually a high-level match. 
uh, one of the better matches I've seen this year. Um, the Hawkers, they're back. Um, big upset beating Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane at the MCG is a huge worry. One and seven yeah. now. One yeah. and seven. They've got to do something about that. It was 13 or 14, I think, as well. A longer term stretch out than that. But, yeah, very disappointing. Uh, Brisbane were in the game for a long periods of time and you would have thought on balance would have got the job done. But, yeah, Hawthorne ran away with it late. I think they kicked the last four, ga- four goals of the game there. Uh, the Adelaide, we don't need to talk about too much. West Coast is completely uncompetitive. Casterton. Um, just I'm not sure where they where they go as a team, what the AFL can do for them. But, yeah, uh, big Tex for his 250th put on 10 goals, which is I think his seventh. Uh, seven was his best ever. So yep. to kick 10 in front of a home crowd, uh, they put on a show there, Adelaide. Uh, Richmond uh, went over to Frio, got the job done. We were uh, pretty keen on um, on Richmond, and they and they were absolutely smashed in the betting. One of the bigger moves this year. Uh, opened 17, 18. I think we betted eighteen and a half. Uh, closed seven. Oof. So um, one of the bigger goes. Andrew uh, McWalter factor. Yeah, and also the rain came in. Uh, Richmond just an extraordinary got an extraordinary record as a wet weather team, um, and it was a good good close contest. But yeah, Richmond just uh, ran out the better legs there. Uh, GWS got a win against uh, the Kangaroos. It was it was an okay game. Um, I was pretty keen on the Kangaroos here, actually, at the plus 20 and a half and just got done, but they were in for long periods of time. And a couple of big games crowd-wise at the MCG to finish off the round. Unfortunately, the games didn't uh, live up to that. Billy and OB are at the last one, which we'll get to in a sec, but Essendon just uh, continued Carlton's misery. Um, it was a uh, very good win by Essendon in the end, and Carlton just are in dire straits at the moment. We continue to uh, oppose them, and they uh, an easy bet at this stage to oppose them. And then the game you went to on uh, on the uh, King's birthday now, um, unbelievable day for Neil Danaher and the and the big freeze. Uh, they raised uh, north of three million, I think you said, and Melbourne just getting the job done. Collingwood made that scoreboard flatter him a bit, and they kicked two goals in the last minute to get close. But Melbourne a better side all day, and uh, yeah, stop Collingwood's streak. You look at the AFL round 13 stats, all three of eights, the favourites, the cover, the over total, and the home win, all three of eights at 38% in the bookies' favour and the season. Uh, favourites in the home team or probably the two you want to be on there, uh, MG? Uh, yeah, the outside is a, a, a going well. It's still low percentage, normally up around the 70, give or take, so you're a bit low, and the outside is going well, and the total on the over just scoring a bit higher than the unders at this stage. As we look at the NRL scores for round 15 at top rope, a couple of upsets there as well. Yeah, the uh, the, the Titans did a number on the, the West Tigers. They're ending their, their recent run of good form. A couple of key injuries for the Tigers there. Uh, Appy Corriso out for an extended period with a busted jaw and Luke Brooks on a hamstring. So uh, they're looking stretched to be thin. Jared Croak was 300. So uh, Ricky Stewart waited a week to give Jared Croak the honour of being flocked at home rather than joining Ricky. <laughs> so well done to Ricky. Uh, yeah, the Raiders started uh, uh, with plenty of energy. Uh, couldn't put the points on the board. Warriors took a three, 36 40 embarrassing performance from the Raiders. Uh, mainly in the Dolphins, uh, fingers down, baby, fingers down. 58-18 uh, might be time to get off the Dolphins here. They're looking pretty stretched at the moment. They've uh, uh, enjoyed a good year. They've played pretty tough, but that was a pretty... Uh, I'm off them. I'm off them. <laughs> it was a pretty abhorrent performance, and uh, yeah, it looks like I'd be doing it in the seven NRL teams and 12 AFL teams now, so that's <laughs> for the Dolphins. Uh, the Dragons beat uh, an injury ravaged Ramona 36 to 30. They were without Latrell, they were without Cody, they were without Cam Murray. Uh, made it difficult. The Dragons had a big lead. Bunnies come storming home 36 to 30. That was that one. Uh, Broncos, uh, a, a sublime try 
to win that one. They were down to the Knights most of the game, but pass combined. Ezra Mann beats uh, uh, sorry, flick pass to Adam Reynolds for the match winner there, 24-20. Broncos winning strip continues. Uh, Panthers beat the Roosters 30-6. They could have won that by 60. It was such a, a bad performance from the Roosters. They got all sorts. Storm 54-10 over the Sharks. Wow, that was a bad performance for Cronulla. Uh, Nico Hines had probably the worst game of his career, but uh, um, yeah, there's yeah, there's well on song there, Cronulla. Very good impress, uh, bounce back from the Storm, but we were well beaten the week before. And the Eels beat a dumb as the dog's proverbial uh, on uh, um, on Monday, uh, 34-12. Canterbury seemed insisted on kicking the ball in the second tackle, even though they barely had the ball. So, uh, yeah, pretty poorly coached. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty dumb performance with Parramatta is units. As we look at the round 15 stats, the favourite six of eight, uh, covered the uh, line five of eight, the over total six of eight, and the home team five of eight. So, uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty comprehensive there. And the season totals look at the uh, the favourites at sixty three percent, and also the home team at sixty percent. Probably the way to go again, top rope. Yeah, for those who had had multis, you know, favourites and, and home teams are looking the best. Those having a, a line, but you're still getting a big edge on the uh, the underdog. Fifty six percent colours for dogs. Okay, you heard it uh, heard it there from the uh, the top rope, who's uh, got a little bit of uh, company in the background as well. So uh, <laughs> as we look at the uh, we look at the global wrap for this week. Uh, MG, NBA playoffs, the Nuggets too strong, and then uh, the Stanley Cup over for another year. Yes, both uh, finished back-to-back days during the week here, OB, so a little less to watch during the day now. But, yeah, Nuggets are very impressive. Uh, we knew 4-1 on their home floor, Dockage, um finals MVP. It was a pretty mundane uh, finals, really, wasn't it? Uh, once Miami was forced to seven the game before, so... Uh, interesting there. The uh, the owner of the team has now won three championships with three different teams uh, in the last three years in the NFL, NBA, and the N- NHL. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Lucky bloke. Yeah, he's, very he's, lucky. He's had a bit of partying going on in the last couple of years. Money by success. Yeah, and uh, your your favourite town, the uh, Vegas Golden Ooh. Knights, win the Stanley Cup, and geez, they're celebrating hard. That's Ooh. a it's oh, a good place are. to win a Stanley Cup, as you said earlier this morning. They also won four one in their series against Florida. And, uh, yeah, if you're uh, anywhere near Vegas, that would be a good spot to uh, drop in for a drink. Absolutely. And the French Open finished for another year. Novak Djokovic uh, won his 23rd Grand Slam yep. title with a uh, straight sets victory over uh, Rude and yep. uh, Iga Swiatek uh, in a three-set battle over there as well. So that's, uh, that's over for another year. And the Ashes, big weekend of sport. The Ashes starts on Friday night as we look at the – the odds for topsports.com.au. The Aussies $1.91, England $2.50. The draw at $7. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to this. And the golf's on as well. Uh, what's your take on the uh, on the cricket, MG? Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a great series. Obviously, the Aussies just coming off the win uh, in the uh, the World Championship against India. Uh, very comprehensive there. They did a job at, in in England, so they're well prepped. Uh, their bowlers, they've just had uh, Hazelwood come into the lineup. So, yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a great fight. Five test series. Well, for how are England not favourites in the series? They've barely lost a test at home. They've absolutely been dominant under Stokes and McCollum. Australia haven't won a series over there in 20 years. No idea you know, Australia are favourites in the series. Oh, Top is. rope came yeah. with a few stats. Well, they've, they've brought back a spinner that hasn't played for two years to roll his arm over, so that's that's got to be con- some concern for him. Only knocking, but spin bowling, other than Shane Moore, has really played much of an impact in uh, in England in, in English conditions, has it? 
Yeah, true. But you still you still need that variety, you know, to to balance your your side up. How's this and variety? Having a guy that hasn't played for two years—that's pretty. That's that's that's, that's pretty variable. Compared to Lyon, though, as a matchup, and then also the Aussies over the five test series have got a couple of handy uh, backup bowlers for any injuries, and also to keep them fresh. So um, I know what you're saying, but I mean, it's it's almost pick them. It's not like Australia are dominant favourites. Yeah, uh, and golf as well. Uh, the US Open uh, podcast was uh, is online. Uh, Scoot Dogger and uh, the great top rope. Uh, got a tip for us there, top rope for the uh, for the US Open. Yeah, I'll just give the best one. Uh getting on, on the pod, on the uh, the golf podcast to uh, find all the bets there. There's a, let me give you a little spoiler alert. There's a thousand of them, um, including about <laughs> 50 drops. But uh, our top pick, I'm going with uh, the young Norwegian, Victor Hovland. I think it might be his time. Three top sevens in a row in uh, in majors and uh, ticks every box for me. Is that the guy that caddied after winning the, the week before yeah. for his mate? He's also a good bloke and he has a smile that makes him look like he has taken – uh, mushrooms for about the previous 12 hours. So uh, very happy guy, Victor Hovland, very good bloke. That was a good story, Top Rope, but I love the highlight. I know you you would have been betting in the tournament. The Canadian Open, uh, unbelievable eagle putt, 72-footer to win um, for the local hero. But what about the uh, the pro Hadwin getting tackled, running out with a bottle of champagne? Did you see that, OB? Yeah, I saw that. One I of the great that. security tackles of all time. And did you see the um, – and you see a couple of people went to his aid, but then a couple of uh, other – professionals absolutely pissing themselves laughing. Thought it was the funniest thing they've ever seen. And it was, because how often how often have you seen a seventy two putter to a seventy two footer to win a uh, to win a tournament in a playoff and then gets completely overshadowed by <laughs> by, by, by a tackle. I, seriously, amazing hit. They even had a, a the PGA and the NFL did a little uh, combined piece this week with um uh, talking to some of the great uh, defensive ends around uh, around some of the moves he had, so <laughs> the security guards. So the security guards become famous. But um, I think the only thing that topped uh, the tackle this week was Brooks Kepker uh, finishing off his press conference uh, by saying he'll see one of the travellers next week. Uh, talk about some bottle. Oh, it's, it's it's amazing how a putt can get overshadowed, but it's uh, but it was. Uh, anyway, that's a time. That's the that's a wrap for global wrap for this week. And right now, it's time for Thursday Lions. Brought to you by Topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for thirty five years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport.com.au. As we look at the AFL Premiership prices, MG. Yeah, Collingwood drifted just a little after losing to Melbourne. Melbourne obviously just uh, tightening up a bit after their win to Port continue to shorten as their win streak now stretches. Uh, Brisbane ease a little after their shocking uh, performance against Hawthorne. And the Catters, who you told me before the show, you're starting to really warm to the Catters. So they might be uh, the value pick going into Port Adelaide this week. And if they get that win, then you won't see double figures probably for the rest of the year. Yeah, the Catters are just going to tighten the screws, I think. Uh, as we look at round 13, I might, we might uh, might glance over this one, uh, MG. The AFL Stings was a tough one. Two of eight. Uh, P-O-T minus uh, just under 54%. It's not a great round for the AFL Stings, but we're still... We're still on the positive, mate. We're still on the black. We're still going all right. Now, a third of the pot disappeared if you're a poker player. It wasn't uh, ideal. And, uh, yeah, third losing week. But, geez, the three losing weeks I've had this year have been not kind to me. So, um, yeah, it was like, geez, the damage was done uh, early and late. And, uh, you know, some close results. Collingwood obviously uh, going down by less than a kick uh, on the Friday night. Uh, the first game wasn't too kind to me. But, uh, 
yeah, other than Essendon, there wasn't uh, too many bright lights for this week. So looking to hit back. Uh, only six games this week, but real keen on a few. There's only one way to go, and that's uh, that's back up uh, for you uh, and the AFL Stings, MG. As we look at the NRL Premiership prices, still the Panthers, Bunnies and uh, Broncos, but the Storm are probably the one that, uh, that are tightening quite nicely there, uh, top rope. Yeah, a little bit of excitement about the Storm. It was a pretty impressive win. It was a Storm of old, ruthless, uh, uh, put the shafts to the sword last week. So that, the only real moves in the Broncos touching a little bit was send the Storm firm up and the Sharks out the back door kind of dropped to that second tier with the, the, the Eels and Warriors, Roosters, Raiders. Just a little note on the, um, the Warriors. I, I don't think the Warriors come in the, uh, the premiership, but $26 is a big price. They've got a very easy draw coming home. Well, you know, you, you can get $5.50 out making the top four. I don't think that's the worst bet you'll ever have in your life. So uh, by that reckoning, I think the, the, the $26 is probably a touch of over. So those looking to kind of trade in and out, I reckon you take the $26 of worth, so I do reckon they'll be shortly out. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. As we look at the GGOA for round 15, three of five, uh, 14 units bets, the result plus 1.2, and the POT uh, just plus 8.57 there. And the season's still ticking along quite nicely, 52 and 42, and the POT plus uh, 3.20. So uh, still ticking along there nicely, top rope, but a big week for round 16, I dare say. Yeah, we started the season, uh, we started the week red hot last week, and uh, made a little bit of Broncos never really a chance of covering their big number there. It was one of the big bets of the week, but uh, probably a little disappointing. The under didn't hit in the uh, uh, Eels Bulldogs game, just missed out by a, a try there. But, uh, uh, anyway, onwards upwards, profitable week. And, uh, yeah, we've only got five games this week in the NRL, but uh, we've got uh, three bets for the uh, subscribers. Beautiful. If you haven't signed up for GGOA or the AFL Stings, they're available in the little birdie.live shop for all your serious punting action. As we look at the first game, uh, it's tonight, uh, MG, over at Adelaide Oval, the Power at $1.54, the Cats two forty eight, the Line minus 11.5, over under 168.5. I'm all in Geelong for this one. I reckon they might uh, just tighten the screws and they're, they're back, I reckon. Yeah, I'm going to join you, OB. I've uh, come to your way of thinking, I think. They're very good, yeah. Obviously, Port Adelaide's hard to pot at the moment. They're 11-2 on the year, one ten straight. Uh, playing at home, six out of seven they've won at home. Uh, slight concern off a six-day break uh, on the travel, but... Uh, you know, I, I think this will be is clearly the match of the round. Looking forward to it. I think Geelong have had the freshen up off the bye. Even though three of the four sides lost off the bye last week, I'm also uh, just running with a small theory that the side, teams going into the bye just take the foot off or a bit sidetracked. So I think Geelong will give a red-hot crack tonight, uh, plus 11.5 on the boards. A, a nice little bet there. I know Port, no pot on Port. I just think Geelong, they've um, got a, a record of uh, 12 of the last 16 against Port. Um, and I, and I just think with teams both on similar ratings, I dislike the ins for Geelong as well. They get Dangerfield, Holmes, and Duncan back in. I think they freshen up, and I think Port being going enormous, but going into the buy, just be a bit wary tonight. So yeah, I think the value lies with that. And uh, pretty keen on the total here, OB. They started um, least a goal too too low for mine. They opened up on the Tuesday at one sixty two. It's now gone to one sixty eight. Really keen on the over. Um, lately, the stats port uh, five of seven over and Geelong five of six over. So really keen. Uh, I think this will be a scoring game. There was chance of weather early. It's cleared up. So uh, going to go the plus and the over. Beautiful. As we look at one NRL game on Friday night, sees the Cowboys and the Panthers in North Queensland doing battle. The Cowboys two twenty. The Panthers a dollar sixty seven with a few Origin stars out. 
the line 2.5 over under 41.5 top rope. Yeah, good luck playing the side on this game. The uh, Cowboys are missing five players. The Panthers have five in origin as well, uh, plus clear out. So 11, 11 regular starters uh, missing due to origin or injury there. Um, absolutely have no idea with the side here. I think Penrith probably, probably if you're, you're desperate, you need to bet on that side. But do have a bet in this one. Very keen on the under in this one. Uh, the under is 16 and 5 when the Panthers are playing without Nathan Cleary. 16 and 8 when they're a single digit road favourite. 18 and 7 when they play in the state. The last six between these two have gone under the total. Going to be on the under 41 and a half. You had a good degree of confidence. Ooh, okay. Mm. A bit of a defensive tussle on a Friday night up in North Queensland for top rope as the uh, AFL match of the round sees the Tigers $1.69, the Saints $2.12, the line minus 5.5 over under 158.5. MG, whew, there's a little bit of whew, a little bit of juice in the uh, in the Saints for this one. That's surprising that you like the <laughs> Saints OB. Uh, well, it's probably not going to surprise you that I, I shade the other side, uh, one of my sides, I guess, that I, I kind of like Tigers. Yeah, no, good match Saturday night. I think the key here in this uh, matchup is where it's played at the MCG. Um, St Kilda, they've got an okay record. Very good record. Yeah, well, okay record. Very good. They've won four of their last five. So Very good. Can't pot that, but yeah, I just think Richmond... Uh, maybe turn a little corner, good good win over against Fremantle. And I think coming back, hopefully the uh, the fans rock up Saturday night, standalone match. Um, Trent Cotchin's three out of the game. Yeah, so it's a big occasion. And I just think uh, they won't let him down, three-time premiership captain. Uh, the betting's about right. I probably can't come into a, a side. I just think Richmond will get the job done. But I, I think the market's about right. Um, I was... Thinking of backing the underheel, I kind of liked it at 164.5. It's gone down to 158, so I've kind of missed the boat there. So I'm just going to stay out now. I think it's about its right. I don't think this will be a high-scoring game. There is a chance of some weather around, so it's probably going to sit out and just see how it goes out. But, yeah, looking forward to this. I think it'll be a good contest between uh, St Kilda, obviously fifth on the ladder, but Richmond are starting to make their way back. So I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, Eels and the Sea Eagles on Saturday. Twilight sees the Eagle, Eels $1.55 and the Sea Eagles uh, $2.45. Uh, the line minus four and a half over under 42.5. Top row. Absolutely stunned at betting on this one. Uh, I, I priced mainly up as small favourites in this one. I know they're without Tom Trevor's and Daly Trevor's, but uh, Parramatta are missing Mitchell Moses. They've covered just one of their last six without Moses, a far worse record than mainly without Turbo or Cherry. Uh, Manly have covered five of the last six against the Eels and the most notable set of all. Teams are scoring 50-plus over the last four years, 25 and 7 against the spread. Road teams in that spot, 14 and 3 against the spread. Underdogs in that spot, 22 and 9 against the spread. Chips in Manly plus 4.5, back in straight out, back in 13 plus. Oh, you know how much I like it when you start talking <laughs> stats. So I like that uh, top rope. So uh, chips in on the Sea Eagles there for top rope. Carlton and a Gold Coast is the early game on Sunday. Carlton $1.71. The Suns 208. The line minus four and a half over under 159.5. If Carlton do not win this, I would get security and police presence outside Icon Park immediately. Borgo can just queue up the what I've been saying for the last six weeks on Carlton uh, pose. He can do it. Even Top Rope's uh, sick of me here and saying this, but yeah, Carlton, what a bunny they are at the moment. Um, glad I've jumped onto this train at the right time. Uh, again, Essendon just waited late, got the best price, and they got the job done. Uh, these modelers, at some <laughs> stage during the year, will will plug in the right team for Carlton is going no good. The money's already come for 
Carlton again this week. They open one and a half. It's now four and a half. The early money's all for Carlton. Just sit and wait until come Sunday. Back Gold Coast Suns at the plus. Um, I'm tipping you might get five, six, maybe even seven here. Uh, on my ratings, I actually had him slight favourite in this game. So it's a bit like <laughs> top rope in the in the last match with Manly. I'm not chips all in because they're hard teams to trust. And what what's the saying? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Every now and again, and at some stage, Carlton have got to win a game. But for now, until that happens, I'm going to keep opposing. Happy to. Um, Gold Coast are off the bye. They won two straight in Darwin before the bye. I think they're up and about. Uh, Carlton's woes continue. They've lost six straight. They've lost eight out of the last nine. Their coach is under pressure. Their two forwards couldn't kick three buses in a row if you lined them up. They're kicking three out of the last four weeks here, OB. They've kicked seven goals, 15, six goals, 15, and six goals, 16. That's not winning many football matches. Isn't that so. a good try at all? Isn't that pretty strong? <laughs> no, don't be no, a smart ass here. I've given you a good tip here, Top Rope. So really keen. Bet late on Gold Coast, and we did bet early on the unders in this game. I think this, it will continue to be ugly. Gold Coast will love it. They're a good defensive side, so there won't be many points in this game. So, yeah. The outsider and the under Oof. for you. God, oh, more pain for the hapless Blues for MG, and won't he be happy as we look at the Sharks and the Bulldogs? Uh, four four oh five on Sunday. The Sharks a dollar twenty three. The Bulldogs four twenty. The line minus twelve and a half over under forty four point five. Yeah, don't love this game as a betting proposition. Uh, minus twelve and a half seems about right. The Sharks have won the last four against the uh, Bulldogs, all by twelve plus. They've won ten of the last twelve, but the Bulldogs have covered four there in the last twenty, so they tend to be reasonably close games, uh, at least closer than the market usually suggests. A little angle here for the Sharks if you want to be on them. Home teams off conceding forty six plus cover at sixty seven percent. The Sharks. Better in the daytime, they've covered 18 of 26. The Bulldogs, they are 17 and 25 against the spread in the day, 31 of 42 against the spread as an underdog, but have covered 7 of 11 as a underdog of 12 or more. So, well, if it gets to 11 and a half, I'll be back in the Sharks with, with probably a decent amount of confidence. But if it stays at 12 and a half, maybe it's a small bit of the Sharks for the, the Desperados. As we look at the final two games in a reduced round 16, the Knights at $1.52, the Roosters $2.55, the line minus 5.5, over under 44.5. First one, the Knights have been favourite over the Roosters since 2011. It's been a long, 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 oh, long time waiting, so it's a little nugget for you. Um, but even saying that, I'll kind of went into this game thinking, oh, this seems like a, a bet on the Roosters. I've got to be with the, uh, the Knights here in this one, actually. So they've covered 12 of 18 as a home favourite. Uh, but this is really a play against the Roosters, who are without Jared Kuzeska, without Lindsay Collins. The Knights are pretty well-versed. Only lost Frizzell, but got Callum Ponga there. Uh, but the, the the Roosters have covered just one of their last eight away from Allianz. They've covered just four of their last 12 as an underdog in New South Wales. Just two of their last 12 as an underdog getting at least a try. I am with the Knights here, and I'm backing them yeah, with a good amount of confidence this one. And Saturday night sees the West Tigers host the Melbourne Storm. The Tigers two seventy five, the Storm a dollar forty five, the Lions six and a half, the over under forty one point five. Yeah, tough game. Oh, oh, the Tigers have historically played the uh, the the Storm pretty well. That's kind of going away a little bit in recent times. The Storm won five straight all by double digits. But uh, I've been pretty pretty happy with the way the, the Tigers have been playing lately. But the injuries are starting to hold. Stafford Tigers now playing the halves. No Brooks, which is not a huge loss, but it's not great when Stafford Toa is playing in the house. 
Aki Korosau is out as well, so they're playing a debutant on the bench to pair with Jake Sinkin. They've won as one of their last nine at Campbelltown. This seems like a pretty good spot for the Storm. No, no Munster, no Grant for them, but uh, they have covered 24 of 37 in the state, six and a half point favourites. Um, yeah, leaning towards Melbourne, other notable point with Melbourne, they've covered 26 of 37 in the bottom 18. So, um, yeah, lead towards Melbourne here, but I wouldn't be, be steaming in with, with no Munster and no Grant either. Oh, thank you, Top Rope. Reminder that GGOA can be located in the LittleBooty.live shop for all your NRL betting action. As we go through the final three games of AFL Round 14 action, the Lions $1.21 and the Swans $4.20. The Lion minus 27.5 over under 172.5 for your Friday night fixture, MG. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Not a match I can really come into. I kind of agree with both the uh, both the betting there and the line and the total. So uh, not a play for me here. I think Brisbane's bounce back factor here at home is the key for me. Uh, coming off a terrible loss against Hawthorne last week, uh, I think they would have had the win put up and by Fagan. He's made a few uh, changes as well to senior players. Gunston, Rich, Rich and, and McCluggage all out. Yeah, McCluggage obviously because he got uh, grounded by Sicily, but... Uh, Brisbane back at home, 5-0 and this year. Um, Sydney have lost uh, five of their last seven, um, and the only two wins have been uh, Kangaroos. They fell over the line when Kangaroos choked by three points, and they beat a hapless Carlton by 26. So I think Brisbane back at home, they'll get the job done. They've got too much offense, and Sydney got too many injuries in the defensive half. GWS host Fremantle on Saturday twilight. The Giants 180, the Dockers $1.95, the line minus 1.5 over under 168.5. Yeah, early betting OB has uh, seen a change of favourites. The Dockers actually opened up uh, two-point favourites here. Now the Giants are uh, one-point favourite at home. Uh, I'm going to go against the market flow here. Um, I think, Freeman, I'm going to wait until uh, on the Saturday to bet if the uh, current trend goes towards the Giants. But Giants have lost four out of their last six. And at Giants Stadium, they've lost seven of their last eight. So I can't come into the Giants uh no form off beating the Kangaroos. I don't think that holds too much. Uh, 3 0 one four of their last five. They were okay against Richmond. I know they were at home and lost, but they were in it for long periods of time. Uh, so I'm going to wait and back Frio. Key for Frio, they've got to get off to a good start. They've lost 15 of the last 16 mm-hmm. first quarters, so not a great stat away from home. The bet, the main bet in this game is the over 166. Uh, keen to bet early, did bet. Uh, it's now gone to 169.5. I still think there's this will climb into the 170s by game time, so... Uh, I'm pretty keen on the overs. This will be a day game, open scoring. Freo are definitely an overs team. Both of them, uh, well, uh, Giants are 8-5 and five on the over and Freo are 8-4. and four. So keen on Freo, keen on over. The final game of round 14 sees the Kangaroos at 460. The Bulldogs $1.18. The line 30.5 over under 171.5. This looks all one-sided, but I think the Kangaroos might be half a chance. Hard for the AFL to hide some games in a six-game fixture, but, uh, yeah, not a great game to finish on. Um, fell into the Kangaroos last week at the plus 20, got the good price. They closed at 14, just didn't get the job done, missed by a goal. Uh, I'm going to back that up this week. I, th- I think the line's too high at 30. Great. I think uh, even though Kangaroos have lost 11 straight, so <laughs> it's not a great deal of form to back it up, but I don't like the way the Bulldogs – the Bulldogs started poorly, had a good little patch after that, now lost three in a row, so – um, even though they've won their last four against the Kangaroos, um, I, I just think the 30, I, I can't get it as high as this. It has, hasn't changed. The betting's been very solid. So I'd be uh, having my dollars on Kangaroos plus 30 and a half. 
I'd be shading the under as well. I just think uh, 173 and a half is pretty high um, at the Dome uh, and I'd just be Tenny. I just think, yeah, being a competitive game, the Bulldogs have only scored offensively over 95 points once this year. So I just don't see how the mass kind of line up with the Kangaroos averaging 75 to 80 points a game. Right, and reminder, AFL Stings are available for $25 a week in the LittleBooty.live shop for your AFL betting action. So I say thank you very much to Top Rope and MG for another fine week. Uh, hopefully we don't see Nikki back next week and hopefully the kids uh, kids stay uh, germ-free, but you can't uh, you can't can't bank on that these days at kinder and daycare. But, uh, yeah, Top Rope, uh, have a lovely weekend. Yeah, it's uh, going to be a ripper. I don't much sleep, but US Open Ashes, it's going to be a few late nights and a few early mornings. And uh, as for you, MG, you'll be doing likewise. Yeah, takeaway joints will be getting loaded <laughs> up, loaded up with the uh, the beer fridges full. So yes, it will be twenty four hour sport coming up the next three or four days. Beautiful. That's a wrap for this week's Thursday lines. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. You can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. Follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Join us next week. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters.